Hi, everybody. Welcome to Express Written Consent. I'm JB. And today in the Klondike Suite, joining us, Rob Reiner. Multiple Emmy Awards. And if you've laughed in the movie theater, I think this guy probably had a lot to do with it. That, you've been, your career's been amazing. Well, thank you very much. So the Yankees are in town taking on the Dodgers. So it's a New York-Los uh, Angeles combination. And for you, that's sort of... That's kind of what you did. Yes, I was born in the Bronx. So if you were born in the Bronx, you were either a Yankee fan or a New York Giant fan. I was a Giant fan. I love Willie Mays. He was my idol. I was eight years old. I went to the polo grounds. I went down to the dugout, got Willie's autograph. I was so happy. And it was a 16-inning game. It was eight all in the 16th inning. And Valmy Thomas for the... Uh, for the Giants, hit a home run in the bottom of the 16th inning to win the game, 9-8. to eight. I was so excited, I left my program at oh. the park. I cried. I was 8 years old. I was crying like a baby for days because I didn't oh. have Willie's autograph. Oh. Yeah. This, I, I, I didn't know I was going to bring up a haunting experience like that. I was, oh, no, I was no, hoping it was, was going to be positive. It, it, it started <laughs> out positive, and it was positive because my team won. Then I didn't have Willie's autograph. Wow. that's So So that's a lifelong career. And my dad initially was uh -huh. a New York Giant fan. He loved Carl Hubble and, and Mel Ott. But in 1947, when Jackie Robinson joined uh, uh, the Dodgers and broke the color line, my dad became a Dodger fan. I was still a Giant fan. Really? And when we moved to California, I remained a Giant fan until Willie Mays was sold at the end of his career to the New York Mets, and I got very angry. And so I was living here in, in Los Angeles, and, and I think I was about 15 or 16. I became a Dodger fan. I've been a Dodger fan ever since. See, that's what happened. And that's, uh, that's a loyalty and understanding of baseball that's, that's a little rare in this day because we, we're, we're near the trade deadline when we're shooting this, and we know players are going to move a lot. And yeah. then, so to see well, that happen is Well, when I was a kid, uh, the same players came out every year. Yeah. You knew the guys that were going to play every position. I could tell you who played for the Giants. Now the players change so often, you, it's like rooting for the uniform, you know, basically. <laughs> but luckily we have a good core of people that I think are going to be here for a while it's and a have been here for a while. So that it's fun to be a Dodger fan, especially now when we're starting to win and play well. It's, and would you say that Mr. Puig was a little bit of a, sp a catalyst? Oh, he's, uh, he's been incredible. I mean, he's, you know, they always talk about a five-tool player. Yeah. You know, and he's definitely a five-tool player. But there are actually six tools. The sixth tool is your mental acuity and your knowledge of the game. Wow. He hasn't yet gotten that sixth tool, but I think at only time he will have that. He'll learn the game. He hasn't learned yet that you don't, you don't win two outs and you're on second base. You don't try to steal third when you've got Hanley Ramirez up <laughs> and he's got a one-two count on him. He's got to focus on the pitch. But he'll learn all that stuff. Yeah. So I'd say based on that assessment, you do watch a few games. I do. I've been coming to this park since it opened. I've, wow. been, com I've been coming to Dodger games for over 50 years yeah. since they played in the Coliseum in yeah. 1958. I used to come. And we've had season tickets since the park opened. That's My dad was in a movie called Mad, 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 Mad yes. World. And they paid the, the, they had a lot of stars in Mad, Mad World, and they oh. paid them off in, in the, you know, like gifts. And one of the gifts was season tickets no to the kidding. Dodger game. And we've had season tickets to the Dodgers since, uh, since the park opened. So we can track It's a Mad, 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 Mad World to this moment right yes. now. Yes. That, yes. that is a legacy and, yes. and uh, a big part of baseball legacy. Obviously, fathers and sons. Yes. You, your career, uh, a bit of a legacy as well. But baseball, uh, it's just such a great family sport. It, it I, is. I know. And you know, you mentioned fathers and sons. My father loved baseball. He passed the love of baseball on to me. And my son, both of my sons, Jake and Nick, love baseball. When Jake was, he's the oldest, when he was eight years old, I started taking him 
on, in the summer to three or four parks every year awesome. until he was 17 and we saw all 30 parks. That's awesome. And I took him to, the, to uh, Cooperstown when he was about 12 or 13. We went to Cooperstown. And you, you have to be a baseball fan to go to Cooperstown yeah. because you can't easily get there. You have to want to go there. And they had just put a new exhibit in at Cooperstown. Mm -hmm. And the curator took us in and you sat in a theater with baseball park seats and they showed you the history of the game. Wow. And it was really the history of the United States, you know, and all yeah. of the things that have happened in America during the course of the, you know, history of baseball. And I'm sitting there with my 12-year-old son and I'm starting to cry. I start to cry because they talk about the family sport and how yeah. it's handed down. And I, the lights come up and I'm weeping. <laughs> and the, the curator says, we put this exhibit in just, it was designed to make a grown man cry. I said, well, you did it. So, I mean, it's a great thing to bond for your kids, father, you know, fathers and sons, fathers and daughters. Yep. You can take them around to the different ballparks. It's a great experience. It's a fantastic thing. Here's Yasiel Puig, who has turned this town into a cauldron of excitement. Steps into the plate, facing Andy Pettit. I don't think, but I don't believe Puig has ever faced Pettit. And it'll be interesting to see what Pettit does with him. Pettit, in, in a former day, might have thrown him high heat, but uh, we'll see what he does. He's in the windup in the pitch. First pitch is nailed, and it looks like over the center fielder's head, off the wall. Here comes Puig. Round the first, into second, he slides, and he's into second with a double, leadoff double for Yasiel Puig. The crowd goes wild. The crowd is going wild. This guy has really ignited this town. With Yasiel Puig, a lot of the pitchers have learned to throw him high heat. Yeah. And if you can throw 95, 96, it's hard for him to lay off that pitch. But I don't think that Pettit has that kind of speed, and so he laid that one in, Woo. and Yasiel Puig gave it a ride. Rob Ryder, well done, sir. Thank you. It is now time for start bench cut, Mr. Rob Reiner. You know the rules, sir. Are you prepared? I'm as prepared as I'll ever be. You made an amazing movie called This Is Spinal Tap, which had a fictional band at its heart. Thank you. Start bench and cut. Okay. These three fictional bands, the Ruddles, the Soggy Bottom Boys, Stillwater from Almost Famous. Uh, I would have to start the Ruddles. I would bench, uh, what was the second one? Soggy Bottom Boys. Soggy Bottom Boys, and I would uh, cut uh, Stillwater. Really? Yeah. All right. Any explanation? Well, I would, I would start the Ruddles because uh, I love uh, Eric Idle, Monty Python. I think they're brilliant, and I thought that was a brilliant satire. Mm. And uh, the almost famous guys, you know, they were okay. They just weren't a great, they weren't a great band. They were okay. All right, what else do we got? Here we go, start, bench, cut. Oh, and we got another one, okay. We got several of them, yes. All right. Start, bench, cut. Some great lines from movies. Start, bench, cut. This one goes to 11. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepared to die. You can't handle the truth. Oh, that's rough. It is rough. That's really rough uh, because uh, they're all lines from my movies. I know. I can't, uh, oh, this is terrible. That's a terrible thing. It's a great game. But somebody's going to get mad at me if I bench or cut any of these. They'll appreciate uh, it. Okay, well, first of all, I would start, I'll have what she's having. 
which you didn't even mention. I didn't. And the reason I would start that is because my mother delivers that line in When Harry Met Sally. Of course. And it's one of the top lines of movies of all time. So I'll start that one, and uh, I'll bench the rest. I can't cut anything. That's legit. Mom yeah. gets to start. Everybody she gets, gets to the start. Bench. Everybody benches. That's, yeah. I totally appreciate that. Right. From Princess Bide, perhaps one of the most significant movies of that era and hilarious in every watching. Start, bench, cut. Wesley, Fezzik, Inigo. Oh, God. Uh, well, you got to start Fezzik. The reason you have to start Fezzik is because he was a professional wrestler. <laughs> and he's about, you know, he can't, he, he, he's not going to take anything from anybody. So I'd start Fezzik and... Uh, Jeez, I, I can't cut any of these people. I benched the other you two. You can trade one. How about uh, trade no, I'm one? not trading anybody. <laughs> I, lo I love Wesley, and, and I love Inigo, and I love Buttercup, too. Okay. So, but Fezzik gets the start. Appreciate Fezzik that. Fezzik gets the start. Start, bench, cut. Rob Reiner. Thank you. It is now time for three up, three down. Three up, three down. I will give you three topics. You will lay down three baseball terms, which we put in front of you. Would you read those nine terms for the fans, please? Well, first we have uh, hurler, we have meatball, we have ace, we have swing for the fences, foul ball, slump, hanger, deep in the count, and magic number. All right. Mr. Reiner, you've had quite the career, the television series early on, the experience that might have changed your life early there on the Archie Bunker show. What was that experience like? Uh, okay. I'm going to go with Swing for the Fences. Yes, the reason I go for Swing for the Fences is because that show really did Swing for the Fences. And it got all of it. And at the time, it was groundbreaking. And uh, that's what I go with that. Swing for the Fences. Okay, the so we got that. That's one. All Number right. two, your career then took a different trajectory. Yes. As you became a producer and director of incredible success. What was that transition like? Uh... Let's see. The transition was slump. Really? And I'll tell you why it was a slump. Because to get from becoming a sitcom actor to being thought of as a director, in those days, people who were in television were not considered uh, the first-class citizens. Those were the movie people. Now you see people go back and forth between movies and television. In those days, if you did television, you couldn't do movies. So, for me, it was a big slump okay. after I left All in the Family before I became a director. Wow, that's important. Wow. Th yeah. Thank you for that insight. Okay. And finally, let's just catch up with your career as it stands right now. Okay. Career as my stand now, I would say I'm deep in the count. <laughs> I'm deep in the count because I don't know if you've noticed this, but my beard is on the gray side. So I would say that my whole life is deep in the count. That's Rob Reiner. Thanks for being with us. Thanks.